Giving Tuesdays on November 28th, and Copper Shores Community Health Foundation is proud to be matching up to $250,000 in donations made to 30 nonprofit organizations based in Barraga, Houghton, Keweenaw, or Onsonagan counties. This is Copper Shores Community Health Foundation's seventh year partnering with our local nonprofit community, and to date, it's paid out more than $2.7 million. This year, we're also hosting a live event on Giving Tuesday at the Copper Country Mall. See a list of partners and learn how to donate at coppershores.org slash givingtuesday. Once again, good Sunday morning and welcome to Copper Country Today. I'm Todd Van Dyke. Our program is brought to you by the Copper Shores Community Health Foundation. And of course, their Giving Tuesday campaign is actually already underway. They're not waiting until the actual Giving Tuesday. A number of organizations are going to get matching funds based on contributions that come in through the Copper Shores Community Foundation website from now through Giving Tuesday. If you would like to make your donation, find out what organizations are involved and how you can support them, visit coppershores.org and take part in the Giving Tuesday campaign. We are trying to get some folks who love the Copper Country to come back to the Copper Country. The Return North Career Fair is coming up, and I welcome in Jason Mack, who is the Vice President of Business Development for the MTech Smart Zone. He's the one behind this whole effort. Jason, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Well, it's good to have you here. The this this started a few years ago. Do, am I right in remembering that this was an in-person event originally? Yes, I mean this goes dates us back to uh, before COVID and when we did a lot more things uh, uh, in person initially. But um, yes, so this was an in-person event when we first started it, indeed. And as I recall, you cited it around the Thanksgiving holiday because you figured that there were people coming back to visit family and friends who could just drop in at the event. Exactly. So our first event, I want to say, was uh, the, the Wednesday before, the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. And we did that in anticipation of, to your point, people coming back to town. Um, they're here to see mom, dad, grandma, and grandpa. And hey, they're in town. Why not swing by and learn about opportunities in the, here in the Keweenaw? Because mom, dad, grandma, and grandpa are going to say, oh, we certainly wish you could move home. Exactly <laughs> right. You know, there's nothing, nothing more powerful than the guilt of mom to have you uh, go to an event and learn more about ways that you can stick around just as mom would love for you to do. Mom would love that, absolutely. absolutely. And we have learned over the years that the people who have spent some time here, particularly those Michigan Tech students mm -hmm. who came here from elsewhere and studied here, they like it here. They don't want to leave here. No, no. And, and if we can find ways for them to stick around, let's do that. So let's open up those opportunities and and show show the world show those friends and families and people um, who have some connection with the Upper Peninsula that there are opportunities here. And this is something that the MTech Smart Zone has been very involved with over the years, particularly in helping small businesses grow and startups get started so that uh, some of these Michigan Tech students can stay here. Well, that's that's exactly what we do here at the MTech Smart Zone is we're here to help with those new startup companies get started, um, get uh, move along in, on the, along the path and then get out of the nest and, and set up roots here in the area. Many of these are high-tech. Yes. So that is our focus is at the MTech Smart Zone is high-tech companies like the Orbeons and, and others who have gotten started here. Is there a similar effort for other companies 
uh, you know, looking for manual labor, looking for semi-skilled labor. When you're talking about support agencies or events like this? Well, for uh, support agencies. Oh, you have the uh, small business development centers, the SBDC. They are here in the area. There are others like um, KEDA, Kiwana Economic Development Alliance, and those. there are organizations out there to help support existing companies. Um, but, you know, when it comes to starting uh, starting a new business, we, at the early stages, we also do help them out. Um, but once they get to a certain maturity level, then we pass them along to other organizations like the SBDC. Well, and at, one, at, at some point, I, all of these get passed along or, or, or thrown out of the nest and right. made to fly on their own, so to speak. You give them initial start you give them housing in some cases the facilities in which to work or? um yes so when we say housing that would be uh for for our technology companies yes we yes. do have some space available and you know we have like one wet lab but otherwise we have some um physical just office space that that these technology-based companies can rent from us for a certain amount of time again to the point where they get mature enough that we say all right it's time to fly what is a wet lab a wet lab is a lab you can just think of as as a lab that has access that has a fume hood to it um, it might be something that a microbiologist would utilize if they're going to be working on any kind of uh, technology that requires an actual, like a mad scientist lab without all the electronics. And He's, alive. Like He's alive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so if you hear of anything like that happening in, in the area, it's probably from our wet lab. Are we seeing uh, that kind of thing here? I mean, usually oh, sure. when I think of, of M-Tech and, and, and high-tech developments, I'm thinking of computer oriented things or beyond putting little satellites together to sure. send out as engines to send out into space but are there people because michigan tech is big into this uh, medical biology oh certainly such, are there people working that here yes there are and so um our wet lab has been utilized um by uh, a couple different companies since i've been here and this is my eighth year here but we've, we've had one company in there for gosh i want to say about seven years now six seven years and they are it's it's something that has uh some roots with michigan tech and is they are now working on their own um independent uh technology uh, uh offering that will be commercialized hopefully soon but we're here to help support them in that way to get get started is this the kind of business that can thrive here in spite of some of the natural drawbacks we have to this location, uh, particularly our remote location, transportation issues, uh, shipping issues and such? Well, again, that all depends on what it is that they are doing. You know, when it comes to if it's, you know, uh, software is easy because software is very cheap to, to to ship, right? Because it just yeah. goes up up into the cloud, it goes down wherever it needs to. But, it, you know, from, from the from the uh, uh product development side and even I guess it all depends because when it comes to product development and developing uh, the designs and even like prototyping um, to small-scale manufacturing that's very easy to do and we have the assets here to do that when you get to scaling if you're gonna scale something and produce a lot of widgets um, at that case you might be looking to ship the manufacturing portion off out to partners who specialize in that so it's a really hard uh, question to answer because uh, as any good lawyer would say it, it depends it all depends <laughs> wonderful so. know, my, my, my dad was a lawyer and he never said that no no, no I, I don't <laughs> I don't know how he missed that all those years uh, but it is a problem that's not going to be overcome here we are always going to be a long ways away from Detroit Chicago Milwaukee and such and if you have to ship large amounts of product by truck it's expensive absolutely but you know there are uh you know 
because of the because of Michigan Tech and, and the companies over the years that have been that have grown and developed and built here. I mean, you saw the expansion at Calumet Electronics more recently in the yes. news. Um, you know, we have other companies uh, that are strong on the services side of their building up. And so we're actually seeing, you know, just overall, we're seeing this slow creep of, of, of fantastic technology-based companies that are growing, not just here, but across the Upper Peninsula. Talking with Jason Mack, he's the Vice President of Business Development for the MTech Smart Zone. The Return North Career Fair mm-hmm. is coming up as we get towards uh, Thanksgiving. What kind of employers do we currently have here in the high-tech sector that are looking for employees, and what kind of jobs are they offering? Oh, that's a fantastic question. So um, just locally here, you know, we have currently 17 companies that are registered for the event for this year. Uh, my goal is 20, so I'm, I'm really close to that. And um, But those companies would be, um, for example, Mohawk Technologies. And so they, they manufacture a number of some equipment that is actually related to the manufacturing side of things, but they develop the... Um, different components in the line of manufacturing and so they have um, uh, mechanical engineers software engineers but also um, folks who are really well versed on manufacturing so to your point where we were discussing earlier about you know maybe not being able to support manufacturing we can still do that with a company like mohawk technology because they're developing a segment of a line the pieces parts exactly and then they they build that here and then it goes to where it needs to go on the manufacturing line so that's one example we also we have um you know our client uh, orbium space technologies they're looking for some engineering talent that there. is just cool what they do with oh. outer space up i mean here in our right. little neighborhood you know where we go oh, skiing and snowmobiling and then we send stuff into space yeah why not i mean it, it's just it's the perfect story for here really in yeah. terms of seeing some some uh, uh an idea something that's been that had been worked on for uh quite a while at michigan tech just to mature and you know just to see them thrive thrive uh in the powerhouse building right next to the bridge to manufacturing thrusters uh, for small to medium-sized satellites. Wow. It's, it's, it's perfect. We love it. Very cool. Who else yeah. is? Um, we, we also have um, Pettibone just down the road because they, they have some openings. It's a variety of different openings from engineering to some, some support on their manufacturing floor. So this is where, you know, but because of, uh, of uh, the brand recognition of, of Return North, now we're actually helping support not just technology companies. We have others. Like we have... Um, a newer uh, CPA firm, Steros CPA, which is out of Calumet. So they're looking for some added talent there. Um, to um, Let's see here. We have Superior Smiles. Superior Smiles, the dentist, dentistry, um, they're looking for some more talent as they've expanded um, up into Calumet. Okay. So it's not just technology companies that uh, are looking for uh, uh, talent. It's it's others in different uh, uh, industries. And it's not just here in the Keweenaw anymore. You're getting some participation from other areas of the UP as well. Exactly. So like we have TriMedia. Um, they're out of the Marquette area to... Um, um, we, we even have uh, uh, State of Michigan uh, Department of Corrections. They're looking for more people to help out in their area. So, I mean, it's... Uh, uh, it's all over the place. To Connor Sports and um, Online Engineering, which is an engineering company um, uh, south of here ways. So it's not just a never a, a limited focus, a narrow focus of people that you're looking for anymore. When I, right. I recall when this started, it was a pretty laser focused group of people. If you had a certain type of degree, if you had mm-hmm. a certain type of background, now I mean, if you're talking about uh, Michigan Department of Corrections right. people, you don't necessarily 
need to have that master's from Michigan Tech. No, no, not at all. I mean, this is this this uh, uh, effort, this fair has grown to really support companies in the Upper Peninsula looking to find talent, whatever kind of talent they might need. So the fair is coming up when? November 30th. It's this year we're going to do it exclusively online. We found last year last year we actually did it both online and in person. And, you know, our target audience are people who are outside of town. Well, I was going to say that the online component makes a certain amount of sense. Because if you're living in Houston and you'd like to come back here where it's not 120 degrees all summer, Mm -hmm. uh, you're not necessarily going to get in a plane and fly here because you're having a career fair. But you can go online and you can take a look and uh, very little investment and no charge. Exactly. And... Uh, you know, Houghton, this area is definitely, you know, we're a destination. We're not a byway, right? You're not right. You're just going to be passing through Houghton on your way to some other place. Nobody gets here by accident. No. And so we, you know, the virtual aspect, what we saw, especially last year when we, because um, we did, like I said, both virtual and in person, and that was a, a result of us transitioning from um, post-COVID um, related efforts, because we had done this um, exclusively in person. And then we did it virtually, and last year we did virtual and in person. We just had such a, a larger response from the virtual aspect. And to your point of someone from Houston, we had somebody from, I want to say, Florida, and then we had a couple from out east, and certainly a lot in Minnesota and Wisconsin that were able to just connect like this, connect, and it, you know the platform is growing. It's, it gets better every year to the point where they're actually able to have um, like Zoom-related kind of conversations with actual um, representatives for these uh, employers that are looking for talent. Well, and I have to think that uh, if weather continues to do what weather has done in the last few years, Mm -hmm. that insufferably hot summer that much of the United States experienced, and we kind of smugly sat up here and said, oh yeah, it's 74 degrees with a nice breeze off the lake. Uh, This is becoming a thing. Moving yourself, moving your career to adapt to a more hospitable climate is becoming a thing. Sure. And, you know, even if you look, you know, Todd, towards, uh, uh, I would say, more millennials and others that, that are looking for a stronger work-life balance, you know, we, we have that here as well. So, um, you know, there, there are those, those other aspects to consider, especially when you're, when you're looking to hire. Never mind the, the increase in uh, remote workers in this area. Um, we see, we've seen a lot more people that have moved to this area, certainly over the COVID time frame, that just love to live here, and and they've found they've realized what the reasons are for that for that work life balance. Never mind, like to your point, yeah, um, like this last summer was fantastic. Yeah, our our weather was great, and I talked with friends who live in the southern tier, and they're saying, yeah, it's 115 again today. And when I open up the cold water spout in my kitchen, hot water comes out. Yeah, and no thanks. I, I said, no, not 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 like that here at all. Nope. And uh, we're you know, our arms are open. You're welcome to to move up here. How are how open are our arms? I mean, first of all. We have a lifestyle here that we don't necessarily want to have uh, 40,000 people move in within the next three years. Right. You know, we have to have that, that sort of balance. We, we, it, it's a matter of, uh, what, te- tempered growth, right? If, we're gonna have, if we are going to have growth, if these companies are going to be coming up here or, or we're going to increase opportunities for our children and, and for our friends and family, it has to, you know, 
it, it has to be somewhat of a tempered growth for our area if we're going to do that. Well, and let's admit that we haven't had a lot of growth across the UP within the last few decades. Uh, right. Houghton County a little bit in the 2000 census or the 2020, 2020 census. Yep, yeah, you know, yeah. that's that's correct because that is something that we watch, and and certainly as a state as a whole has a, as a you know, there's a big effort at, at, at the state level to really try to um, maintain, keep, retain, or even um, attract talent, not just to, for us here in the Upper Peninsula, but as a, the state as a whole. Yeah, they just kicked off a great big campaign right. to try to do this. And I've seen some of the advertising they're doing, and it's focusing on a lot of the things that we, <coughs> excuse me, that we talk about here, uh, mm-hmm. quality of life. Um, environment, clean water, right. things of that nature. You know, that's it's, that's interesting because I'm actually part of uh, a cohort of different uh, regions across the state working with the MEDC as part of that statewide effort. Because, you know, from the MEDC's perspective um, and the state's perspective, you know, we're, we're not all just Detroit, right? Right. And so it's we... we uh, as a group, went to the MEDC to say, hey, look, we understand our regions. We understand the Upper Peninsula. We understand um, Northeast Michigan, um, wherever our regions are, and those that are supporting um, businesses and, and employment opportunities in those areas. And we went to the MEDC and said, hey, how can we help? Because we know our area. We know our people. We know our resources. We know the um, the opportunities. So why don't you work with us? So part of what you're seeing there from the MEDC has been tailored by folks like myself and others across the state who have a strong sense of, uh, of value and understanding of what our area is all about. Are there people across the country who don't understand what this part of Michigan is like. I mean, you you talk about Michigan uh, to somebody who lives in California. The first thing they're going to think about is Detroit, right. auto, auto industry, rust belt, uh, things of that nature. Uh, are there people who really don't understand that there is this vast portion of Michigan that is much different? Uh, absolutely. You know, and there's only so much that you know, we can do at a national level to convince that, um, you know, I, I don't know how we, we, we figure that out other than to provide opportunities like Return North, just to raise awareness. Um, but, you know, to your point, you know, the, 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 the right amount of awareness, right, um, uh, to attract what opportunities we do have here and uh, uh, bring those people in that, that, that connect with that, that, that viewpoint. My guest is Jason Mack, Vice President of Business Development for the MTech Smart Zone. As we approach the Return North Career Fair coming up on the 30th of November, you said. That's right. How do people access this online? Do you have to sign up in advance or do you just drop in? Um, we appreciate it if you, you sign in early. Uh, the website is return-north.com. And what's nice about this is you can you can register and I want to say it's about a week before, maybe, boy, it's coming up here uh, soon. You should be able to go in and view what those job opportunities are. You can actually pre-register to uh, lock in a time that you can actually speak with a representative, with the company that you might be interested with in one of their positions. And therefore, they know that you're coming. Um, and if you're registered, they can look at what information you provide on a personal level, like basically like your, your resume. They can take a look at that, and they can be prepared to formally speak with you at an allotted time. So the sooner you, you sign in, the better, but it doesn't mean that you can't just drop in 
and um, the day of and see what's going on. And let's face it, being prepared impresses a potential employer. Uh, right. You'd be a perfect candidate, Todd, you know, because if you're thinking about you know, preparing for this, yes, uh, employers love that. So it's online, and anybody can log in from any place. Any place. As long as they have internet, they can connect. You know, we had one story a handful of years ago where there was somebody, we had this, um, for better or worse, at and around uh, deer hunting season, and this gentleman was out in Pelkey. You know, he didn't have any cell service, nothing, and he wanted to see what the fair was all about. And so he actually got into his car, and he drove from um, the Sini stretch area um, I want to say he just headed west until he got just enough cell service <laughs> to pull up a hot spot on I, his phone. I have done that in my life. And and he connected, and guess what? He's now working for a local company. He moved himself, his wife, and his two kids to the Upper Peninsula, actually to the Houghton area, um, where they now reside and work. Speaking of moving to. Yes. We have been talking and have had several conversations on this program over the last few months about the housing shortage sure. that we have here in the Copper Country. And I'm hearing some real stories of uh, people coming to work for Michigan Tech, having to wait nine months a year to find a house to buy, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Are we able to do anything to help all okay so i'm i'm living in houston i want to move here right is there some place to put me that's a great question you know really todd i'm just here to attract people not to handle the housing <laughs> issue but no oh, duck, duck, <laughs> duck it that way jason that's all <laughs> no but i mean you're absolutely right that is something that uh internally we certainly talk about and 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 i know that there are there are groups there are people that are certainly trying to solve this issue you know certainly the cities of houghton hancock calumet lorium they're they're all looking at ways to to handle this this great need in our community um whooper is working working on it at this point and oh yeah and it's not something that's going to be solved quickly no for sure you can't just go out and throw up a hundred homes. No, and, so, you know, and on spec, hoping that somebody will go to the Return North Career Fair and decide to move to the Copper Country. Right. So I, I would. That's that is a tough one, and I would say that you know, anecdotally, from what I've heard from these other regions that I communicate with, we're not alone in that. No. You know? and, and so this is this is this is a, one of those problems between housing and and you know childcare are two big concerns that that we hear a lot of when it comes to attracting uh talent or attracting employees to the area but yeah it, child care is a major issue we've done some programs on that right. as well and that's another one that's not going to be solved overnight although i did talk with uh, um the medc okay uh, uh, forget the gentleman's name the head of the medc was here in the studio a few weeks ago sure. we t- that was one of the things that we talked about and frankly i kind of brought it up and lobbied to him right uh, saying basically if we're going to grow here mm-hmm. we need housing mm-hmm. and we need child, child care yep. and child care in a, a really desperate way um, and i Every once in a while with people from Lansing, I will confess on this program that I ask questions because I want to lobby them a little bit. <laughs> That's I, I'm, I'm not hey, proud. <laughs> well, I mean, this is an opportunity to, to voice, uh, you know, you're doing us a, a justice here, Todd, by bringing these things up to those who, who need to be influenced upon what's happening in our neck of the woods. So thank you for that. Well, and we are short of people. Yeah. for a lot of these jobs and that's something that this area has not necessarily been used to over the years i mean right. if you look back over the past century 
There were a lot of out of work people as the mines closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, employment levels went down. Dropped. People, in many cases, moved out because they couldn't find jobs. We haven't had a lot of experience here with a tight job market. Right. Right. And so, um, you know, on top of that, you know, we what we we are looking to michigan tech is looking to grow as you know you know because they have some goals of of achieving more uh, yes. more uh students what they what was the stat for this for this uh year's student base they're the same same number as like what they had in 1983 which yeah. was towards their peak of the total number of students that yeah they and had. they'd like to go much higher they're building right. a new dorm right you know and and you know that's great for us. You know we look at that and we see that as okay. If if this is their direction, how do we support that? But it, it's going to take not just Michigan Tech. It's going to take the community, the whole area here to help support that. And I think that um, those at Michigan Tech who are who are looking at that goal, they realize that and they are communicating with with those that might be able to help influence that. Well, and Michigan <clears throat> Tech, as you alluded to earlier, mm-hmm. has become a, a pipeline for new businesses to start oh, in this totally. area. They, they, they start them over there within mm-hmm. their, and they come up with an idea, they work on it, and hey, you know, this, is, this may be commercially viable. We take it to the next level, and as our students graduate, we're going to put them out and help them get started with this business. Well, that's, that's actually how um, we as a smart zone exist, yeah. why we exist, because we, there's 20 of them throughout the state of Michigan. There's three in the Upper Peninsula. We were among the first. We were. We were. But we have, you know, a big part of what we are we were created to do was to help translate that technology that's been developed at the university and to help commercialize it and get it out there. So we have a very strong relationship with the Office of Innovation and Commercialization at Michigan Tech where they're evaluating those different ideas. Um, what is what is boiling to the top that might have some traction and then we're there to help with that transition out of academia into uh, 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 off campus, I guess I should say. <laughs> the real world. The real as world, some, As someone say might say. Right. Uh, let's wrap this up sure. uh, here because if uh, if there's a business that still wants to get involved yes. in the Return North Career Fair, is there still time? There's a little bit of time. So if you are a company listening to this and you have an, uh, an opportunity, you too can go to the website return-north.com. Um, but uh, right now, really, I'm pushing really hard to get our attendees out there. So... If, if you're interested, if you have a son or daughter who's, who, who lives outside of the area and you're just dying to get them to move back, you know, go send them to this website, have them register, and make sure that they show proof that they did. All right, Jason Mack, thank you for your time on Copper Country today. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Scott.